0: Thank you for listening to the Tatnips podcast on the Tatnips Co. Network.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A Mercedes, kind of sentiment, luxury, and trust in me to honor the free we all should be. It sees my sundial burst into yin and yang, right and left. Me
0: and you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Tatnips podcast. My guest tonight is none other than Just Chillin' podcast host. Miguel, love this dude, but before we get into that, we're going to uh, we're gonna review the pay-per-view, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, but before we get into that, let me just hit you with a word from one of our sponsors. If you're like me, and you love all things paranormal, your boy of has got your hookup, Paranormality Radio is the only place you need to get your paranormal fix. Whether you have a favorite paranormal podcast, or maybe you're looking for a new favorite, Paranormality Radio has a ton to choose from. If it fascinates you or scares you, Paranormality Radio has it, I assure you. So check him out, man. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised and might even terrify yourself a little bit, but it's entertaining. Alright, brother. Let's get yeah. it. fucking pay-per-view. Cause this
2: right.
1: shit, I don't I don't know how to feel about it. Like I, I said off air, I was fucking high as a kite. And I was like, I feel like I'm entertained by this. But at the same yeah. time, I feel like, what the fuck did I just witness? Like, as a whole, the pay-per-view was just like, mm. I, I I felt disappointed, to be honest. But,
2: uh... Yeah. Um, man, first <laughs> of all, I'm just happy to be on the Tatin's podcast, man. I just want you to know that. And I'm happy, you know, to be on here commenting with you for a little bit. Um... Mm just happy to be here man
1: brother it's an honor i'm so fucking glad that you decided to like come on the show you were such a pro when you had me on your show and i was like dude this is so cool i know so. and
2: I, I listen i listen you know when we went back to work and i started listening to um to your recent podcast and um, you said some nice stuff about me man i really appreciate that man and and i know it was true i know i know you i know you felt that way so it's, it's just it's, it's all the heart brother it's all good but um, we getting into, you know, we talking about um, money in the bank pay pay per view uh WWE, so this is my bag, bro. Like, <laughs> I can talk about, about this shit, man. It was crazy. So money in the bank um pay per view. <clears throat> uh, um, why did you, why did you why did you say that um, you wasn't um entertained by it?
1: Oh, I was totally entertained by it. It's just okay. like as a whole, I felt like. I I don't know what the fuck's happening here. I mean, partially I was high as a kite, but <laughs> the last matches I was like the outcomes were nothing like I expected. Exactly, you are. I, I was, I was like, what the f- this fucking tubby bitch, <laughs> Otis, <laughs> Otis. <laughs> yeah. fucking wins by yeah. like the the stupidest outcome.
2: And you know what I was thinking? I was like, even – I don't Maybe they're doing that shit for a reason. Because I'm like, even when he got the money, I'm like, he's not going after the heavyweight title. He's got to be going after the U.S. title or the Intercontinental title. But, I mean, that's, that's right. what I'm still don't see him in the um, in the heavyweight picture, even though well, he's that, a <laughs> That's exactly how I
1: feel, dude, where I feel like he's going to get fucked anyway. When he tries to cash it in, he's going to be like – screwed by Ziggler. And it's like you didn't believe enough in Ziggler to give him a fucking title shot. And then you're gonna fuck this guy over. So then it's a slap in the face to Alistair and other cats that really could have utilized the push because look at Alistair. I mean the guy was unbeaten for so long. And I get it. I get it. When it's a multi person match like that loss doesn't really take anything away from him. It's not one on one, but still, you know.
2: Man, um, I saw that match on SmackDown, um, the qualifying match with um, Otis and Ziggler. Um, man, I was pulling for Zig so bad, man. I just, I thought he was, I thought he was gonna be in the in the ladder match. So I knew something was fucking up when he lost that match. <laughs> <laughs> Something's up, man.
1: Long overdue, and he fucking doesn't get the the rub. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. Um uh, man, I want to get to my hot take, man. Um, did you see the tag match?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick of the
2: They won they won that uh that four-way match. Um I like I, I like what the Forgotten Sons had done. I feel like they could have used a push there or at least been a big part of the match, man. Just, I'm tired of them just just going back and forth, Uso's New Day, Uso, Uso's New Day, with with those fucking belts, man. I'm just sick of it, man.
1: I have to agree. I mean, I love both teams, of course. But at the same time, to me, tra- tradition-wise, when you bring in a new team in, they should come in with a win. You know what I'm saying? You don't bury them off the fucking word go, because then who, who's supposed to believe in them? Especially
2: on a pay-per-view,
1: yeah, I mean, like that. That that's the biggest win. That's most important to their career.
2: Now, if you if you were just like going to squash him, you might as well just not even have him in the midst. It should have just been a fucking triple threat, I guess. And not a exactly.
1: Threat. But this is the NXT like ritual with Vince, right? Bring him in, bury him immediately. You know what I mean? Because he didn't create them. Hunter did, so bury him off and the I like fucking.
2: Him. I, I actually like him.
1: I think they have all the fucking potential in the world, but you bury them, like, right away. It doesn't make people want to get behind them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. I I don't know, man. Like I said, it's just uh, – I, I was hot, man, thinking about that. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> man, fuck? I'm I like, felt fuck that fuck. way
1: about the Oscar win. I was yeah, like, what the fuck?
2: I was like, um, what the fucking new day, man? I'm just sick of that gimmick, man. I mean, how long has that gimmick been going, man? Like, they need to do something with those guys, man. Like,
1: it's a Cena. I feel like it's a Cena situation where, as long as it sells the merch that it sells, they're never gonna disband it. Once it stops selling the merch that it sells, then they'll fucking like repackage them. But that's why Cena never had the heel turn, because his merch was selling way too fucking much. And yep. they didn't want to lose the money. So they're yep. like, nope, we're going to keep running this till the wheels fall off and fucking people stop caring.
2: Man, I got fucking four nephews and all of them fucking love John Cena. They don't, they're like five and under.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you see what I'm saying, right? It's endless fucking money.
2: Yeah, what what do you think about him being compared to Hogan? Do you think that he's – is there any connection there at all?
1: Man, that's a good question. I think uh, merch-wise, it might be a fair comparison. But work-wise, oh, fuck, it might be a fair comparison. <laughs> Neither one of them have fucking all that elaborate of a move set, and they still – put asses in seats, so I, I think that's fair, perhaps.
2: You know, the only thing I think that separates them is the fact that um, and I think it pushes Hogan over is that um, how uh, fucking transparent he was in pop culture. like Absolutely. 100%. Like in movies, TV shows. Yes. Like, like yes. He had his own TV show. People were interested yeah. in watching I think he Cena was,
1: aspires to that, but I think you're 100% correct.
2: Yeah that that's that's where you know uh Hogan leaves him you know right there on that race. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean Hogan is Hogan. Like you're never going to fucking there's still not a name bigger. You know what I'm saying cuz he kind of laid the groundwork for all these motherfuckers, you know. So, yeah, Hogan is Hogan. There's there's still no replacing Hogan.
2: Hmm. Um I enjoyed the uh the Seth Rollins versus versus uh mcintyre man so what you think about that that mind? was
0: fucking great mm-hmm. i was
1: i i went into that pissed off out the gate because i was like if they have mcintyre lose to this motherfucker <laughs> I, i'm gonna be pissed so i was like don't do it vince you fucking delusional
2: fuck um but it turned out the way it should Man, that finish was so sick, man! I like the way they finished it. Where Self Super kicked them and fucking Mac, on Drew McIntyre came right back with the Claymore, I and mean, that shit was tight.
1: Beautiful, beautiful! I was like, that is solid. You don't see that anymore. Those kind mm-hmm. of finishes at all.
2: Well, and, and and they're like, um, to me, I feel like they're they're pumping up that Claymore move. Like people Love are it. not supposed when he hits you with that shit. You're not supposed to kick out.
0: Right.
1: Look at the fucking DDT. I mean, come on. When Jake Roberts had that shit, that was a fucking, you know, finish that you could not kick out of. And then it became somewhere down the line, everybody uses it as kind of like just a move in the move set. And it's like that takes away from it so much. Yeah. Like it really fucked it up. And then I've been
2: watching um um, Drew McIntyre wrestled. I've seen him wrestle on Raw, and I think I have seen um he um he kick out of uh, uh fucking um something. Self did to him at uh, at the pay per view. Like he's kicking out on ones and shit. Like they yeah trying to, like, they trying to rock his ass. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. So I I I think they're gonna like boost him fucking hard. I think they're gonna just jack him up and make him the best fucking thing since sliced bread. Honestly. <laughs> Um, deservedly so hmm. but I, I have mixed feelings about this Jinder Mahal like face turn I think it's a fraud I think he's going to use it to get close to uh, McIntyre and then turn on him personally and go back heel I think personally
2: yeah he was a good heel yeah right. good,
1: uh, it, I can't imagine him face yeah Um, what you think
2: about the uh, Bray and Brian Strongman match
1: Damn, I I I I kind of felt like I knew the outcome.
2: Yeah, you can kind of tell this story. A little yeah, bit.
1: but I loved it. I think it was it was brilliant.
2: I don't know how it's gonna end though. Uh, what do you? Which way you think it's going? I,
1: I I assumed Braun would win because if you were to take it off him right away, he looks weak. And Bray doesn't need the rub. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I love what Bray did with it. Was kind of like, I tried to reason with you. Now he has to step in. I, okay. I, I begged him to let me handle this. And I'm trying to reason with you. But now he's involved. And now it's that other gimmick. Like, you brought this on yourself. I try to do things the reasonable way, and I was like, "Oh, that's depth. That's that's dope. That's fucking really heavy," because this is gonna, I think, Summerslam maybe might be the next uh, encounter. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be cool.
2: Yeah. So you think they're gonna um, tell that story for a little while longer? I I I, I would hope.
1: Yeah. I like. It's not a backlash match. Honestly, that, that's a garbage pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's just a wasted opportunity.
2: Yeah, but but what but what, is, what happens? Like, okay, so we can play out both scenarios. Like if the Fiend beats Braun Strowman, it, it still makes Braun Strowman look weak, look weak right?
1: I think they're going to squeeze as many championship fucking defenses in, in that time frame in as much as they can, honestly. And then I think he's going to rejoin be honest.
2: Oh yeah, to get you to get up at and least out. temporarily.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think he's going to kind of side with him temporarily at least. And uh I I I don't know about you, man. But um this whole potential like redeveloping the Wyatt family fucking shit has crossed my mind over the the course of time. And I'm one of those people that I thought live Morgan is eventually going to join. And I still stand by that. I felt um, with certain things, if you read enough into it and you dig deep enough and you look at some of the shit, uh, obviously what I initially thought says it's a fucking window. Because I thought Rowan was going to rejoin. Um, I thought Miz was potential. Like, when you look at the puppets and you look at their behavior, I thought, hmm. You look at some of the things that were said when, you know, the fucking rabbit got eaten by that buzzard and, mm-hmm. uh, he said he tried to get me to conform to his, you know, ideology. That's Daniel Bryan all over it. Yeah. And I, I thought, Holy fuck, the rabbit might be Daniel Bryan eventually. <laughs> tried to get everyone to conform to his ideology of like recycle and this, that, and the fucking other, and you guys are killing the planet and all this other nonsense. And I was like, Holy shit, maybe that's supposed to reflect. Daniel Bryan, yeah,
2: very Br- so good when it comes to that shit, man.
1: Right, and then I, I I looked at the buzzard who ate him alive because he's trying to get me, and I thought Rowan turned on Daniel Bryan because he was trying to push his ideologies on him, and Rowan said no one controls me, and he turned on him, he attacked him, and I thought, yeah. holy fuck, that's two pieces of the puzzle. You know what I mean? And, and there's all, but of course, contractual things come up, and that changes a lot of stories now, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Where it's like, okay, maybe this was the original plan, but now these guys want other contracts, or, you know, all sorts of shit comes up, and things change on the fly. So. I don't know how to follow it anymore. I'm just like, ah, it's all out the window.
2: <laughs> yeah how, how do you how do you land on um uh, Liv Morgan you know, being a part of uh, uh, whatever Bray's got going on with his gimmick right now?
1: I think her confusion of who she is is something he would prey upon, and try to give her a home. That, you know, you know, for lack of a better term, give her an identity, like. When you're confused and you know who you're supposed to be, it seems like that character would prey on that and say, I can tell you who you're supposed to be. Let me give you your identity. Let me give you a home. Let me give you a family. So then you'll never feel out of place again. Like you don't belong. Let me, almost the cult leader type gimmick again. You know what I'm saying?
2: Um, yeah, I, and dude, let me tell you, I've been going back and watching some of those, um, some of those matches when um Bray was the co-leader, man, and just the way that he's just whispering in their ear and shit like amazing. That. Yeah, it was good, man. It was it was really good. I love it. Time, man, yeah. Yes, you know. I mean, how, how fucking young was he to be? You know, fucking on that shit like then, like that.
1: I mean. He, I- I love it. I mean, I grew up with the shit from the 80s and I grew up watching it. Um, I don't know if you've seen this or not. And I, it's probably way off topic, but uh, someone put together these dream matches on YouTube that were phenomenal as to like if you could see something happen. And they would splice together like promos from both parties and be like, this is why it works and it would be shit like um bray wyatt versus raven and oh yeah the cult leader type mentality on both parties and i was like holy fuck that'd be cool that's compelling shit you know what i mean and uh big show versus andre and shit like that Mm-hmm. and uh, you
2: to send me that
1: link man i ain't seen that. yeah dude i'll send it to you because like this dude did a great job like he he spliced together all their promos that like raven like he would make it so it's like raven and ray are arguing with each other with promos but they're both coming across as cult leaders you know what i mean and, yeah. and holy fuck it's heavy and yeah. it's like man, I, I want to see that now, <laughs> but it'll never happen. But it, it's just fucking, you know, it, it's pure junk food at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know, it does nothing for you,
2: but yeah. it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. When well, you're talking about dream matches, I, I was talking a whole bunch about all uh, that Hogan Rock match um, a couple of days ago. I was listening to a podcast and they brought that match up again. Did you remember watching that match?
1: Oh, yes, I, I will never forget where I was when I watched that for the first time. That was dope. Um, my first son was actually due to be born soon, and I watched it for the first time, and I was like, shit. Or he was born, actually, I think, at that point. Um, one or the other is really close. It's kind of neck and neck, and I was like, fuck, this is so good. Oh, Heavy, heavy. Yeah, that and it was you
2: saw my dream matches. That that was one
1: of them. And it was in Toronto where it was literally like 30 minutes from where I was living. So I was like, shit, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> Never thought I'd see it, you know, because I followed the whole WCW, WWE fucking like, you know, ratings yeah. war. Yeah.
2: yeah. And and they they were saying that some fans was like uh pissed that they brought out, um, Hogan as um a WCW character, character, and not a um a WWE character that he was. You know, back in WWE, should have been um uh, Hulkamania, yellow and red, but he came out as a uh, NWO, and and they rubbed some fans the wrong way. Now that's that's what they were saying on fire. That's
1: crazy. Like I don't get that. They like, yeah, said
2: they wanted their hope back. You know, that, that's not their hope. Oh Hulk.
1: man. Uh, I mean, eventually cause they got he, their
2: because they, they own him. <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess eventually got their wish anyway because he turned back to that fucking red and yellow.
2: Yeah, eat your ba- eat, eat your vitamins and say your prayers, yeah. <laughs> all that
1: nonsense. Take yeah. your steroids. <laughs> yeah, deny it profusely <laughs> on live TV, but shoot him yeah. up anyway.
2: Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, but they were, they were saying that some people, they didn't want to see that version of him when it happened. But that's what happened. I mean, fucking Eric Bischoff was involved. So, I mean, you know, I guess I, it
1: happened. I joke with people, but I love Hogan. I do. Um, I grew up with Hogan. Um, yeah. I'm older than WrestleMania for fuck's sake. So, I mean, that yeah. should tell people <laughs> how old I am.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. 37 man i'm a yeah. little bit older than wrestlemania but yeah. um i loved hogan i grew up with hogan as a kid i watched the the cartoon Hulk hogan's rock and wrestling and shit
2: yeah um, what, what 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 was that heel turn for you like dan was it shocking for you
1: i was floored but i thought it was brilliant I thought it was the greatest fucking thing that could happen to the business because um, the question came, what has never been done before? And obviously Hogan started his career as a heel, but no one remembers that because he was nobody then. He wasn't like fucking the Hogan we all know. He was getting his foot in the door. So I thought it was a brilliant move because no one's going to remember that and be like, ah, we've seen this. You know what I mean? I didn't even live at the time when Hogan was a heel when he started his career before he worked for Vince. So I wouldn't remember it either. It's, it's the old footage that I, I can go back to, but, oh, it's been done. But not my lifetime. So
2: I loved it. Yeah, um... Yeah, it seemed like they made heels cool or whatever when it happened.
1: Yeah, I I, I truly uh I, I thought it was great. I thought it was like refreshing, honestly. Yeah. Uh yeah. it it definitely broke that fucking, you know, stereotypical like uh predictability of the business. You yeah. kind of if you watch wrestling enough. You could say, based on who gets offense off the most in the beginning, you could say they're going to win. Because then they take a beating, but then they have the comeback, right? And they they start to fucking whip ass again, and then they win. It's so predictable. You can actually watch a match and be like, based on the pattern, this guy's going to win, this guy's going to lose. And then the Hogan turn and heel thing was like, I don't know. I don't even know anything anymore. <laughs> <Like> I, didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't see any of this coming. <laughs> so it just became so like reality based. I think it's the greatest thing that happened to the business mm. in ages.
2: Well, I guess we can get to the, back to the money in the bank pay-per-view again. Cause I had some more stuff. Uh, uh, what did you think about uh, Ray Mysterio and Alistair Black getting thrown off the top of the tower by uh, Baron?
1: I, was high as a fucking kite, and I was like, <laughs> "Corbin just committed double homicide, straight up." Yeah, but the fact that they they you could hear the sound of them hitting a platform immediately. I was like, "You guys fucked it," <laughs> mm. like six feet my ass. The second you <laughs> threw them over, you hear splat, and I'm like, "There's a mat," like. A foot away.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you guys killed it. You
2: yeah. Um. <laughs> so so. Let's see. We got the Boneyard match. We got the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh. We got this Money in the Bank uh cinematic match. Uh. What do you think about these uh cinematic matches as of late? Because I'm pretty sure they're gonna be doing some more of these in the future. Man,
1: personally, oh my god, I I welcome it. Um. When there's no crowd, I think it it really kind of makes up for the lack of a crowd. Um, I didn't know what to think of it at first. I honestly thought I was gonna hate it, but when I saw it um I mean there's layers there's there's definitely layers to uh to kind of dissect here. And with the Taker match especially, Um, somebody on Twitter, I I remember, asked, if that was honestly Taker's last match, would you be okay with it? And someone, before I could answer, someone hit the nail on the head and probably worded it better than I ever could and said, match quality-wise, yes. Otherwise, no, because Taker deserves – a crowd to be there to witness it. I have to agree with that. I think he's earned that. I think um, that's the reason why it's not going to be his last. But the cinematic style, I think when you can't have a crowd that's live there, it really makes up for the silence that really takes you out of the matches otherwise. I I, yeah. I just I'm still trying to adapt and accept these like empty arena matches, and I'm like I can't do it. It's there's, you know, you hear too much. I
2: think. Yeah, and, and let me tell you how much work they put into it because I think they had Daniel Bryan and um and uh fucking AJ Styles all uh, fighting in uh, Vince's office and shit like that.
1: That was fucking it, hysterical.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. And, and then they went back out in the in the hallway, and uh, yeah, there was <laughs> it was no music, and they was just talking to each other. <laughs> and then it just paused again. <laughs> they started back fighting again, and then the music just hit like a movie again. And so <laughs> I love it.
1: I think they know okay. what they're doing in that sense. I think they're taking the piss a little bit. Um, <laughs> when it comes to in the ring. I do have to give credit where it's due because with a lack of crowd, I have not yet heard anyone that you would consider like not as experienced call their their spots where when there is a crowd, I've caught like Hunter calling his spot with someone like, you know, Taker or somebody. And it's like, you guys are better than this. How the fuck did I hear that on a mic? You just told them, oh, clothesline me. And then, you know, what the fuck? You're better than this. In a crowdless fucking arena, I haven't caught an NXT person yet call their spots and be like, hey, hit me with this now or whatever. I'm sure they're obviously aware that there's no drowning out their voices with crowds because the crowd's not fucking there, but they just seem to know what they're doing. They don't seem to have to call their spots. I think that's an that's an art form, honestly. That yeah. uh, I think I think they were kind of uh, maybe learning, you know, with you know, under fire, I suppose. You know, baptism by fire, like you're under the gun and you don't have time to figure it out, just don't fuck up. And I think they've done a good job of that where it's just like, okay, let's get on the same page so we don't need to call our spots so the cameras never pick it up. And I think they've done wonderful with that, to be honest.
2: Mm-hmm. They they have, and I guess they, they got the right people for it. Um, only thing I would say is uh, fucking get some – I don't fucking know, man get some better story writers or something it's like it's like i can pick a couple good stories that i like and then the rest of it's just shit like i don't fucking know what they're doing with Zelina and her homies like i don't fucking understand what they're doing with fucking bobby lashley like i'm sick of him too can you just throw him away i'm sick of bobby lashley what the fuck is he doing taking up 20 minutes of my monday i'm sick get him out of here Get the fuck out of here. I don't give but. a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean fucking, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, fucking Cody Rhodes can do something better with Bobby Lash than what they're right. right now.
1: And their big solution is put MV fucking P as his manager. Because that's oh. going to be the answer to all his fucking problems. Name a championship MVPs one.
2: <laughs> I'll wait. I, know, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like... It's like okay all right I use I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to tune in for the pay-per-views and stuff like that and and um as far as uh Raw and SmackDown go I don't even watch them live anymore I just pre-record them and then I go the next day and I watch whatever I don't like I skim through it
1: i feel you. cuz there's
2: shit that I'm just not interested in watching like uh, God bless them, man. The fucking street proppers, man. I mean, God bless them, dude. They, I feel like, what's that guy's name? The, uh, skinny guy. Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fucking, uh, Montez. Montez. Yeah. Now, he is an athlete. He can work, you know? I feel like he can be a successful, uh, singles competitor. I, with I this think whole, so. Yeah. This whole fucking gimmick with the tag. I mean, I guess, I guess they're paying their dues, so I kind of let them slide. I'm not going to be real. I'm not going to be fake with you, man. Um, I guess they're just letting them, I guess they're just paying their dues. I guess they're new, you know, I guess it's some shit you got to do, but he can right. work. I mean, he fucking worked a match with Seth Rollins, and it was fucking believable to me, so. I agree. Yeah, he, I mean, he's got a future, you know, so. like I And he's charismatic as really, fuck. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't really make me as mad as, uh like, people that should know better, like Bobby Lashley and, and fucking um, like you said, what they're doing with the new day, but I guess like you said, they're, they're getting a John Cena treatment. So that makes sense. Yeah, right. I mean.
0: When
1: that fizzles out, then it'll change. But yeah, but it's
2: just it's just so much stuff that I can point at that I don't like, as as well as what I do like. Like when, um, I watch, like the whole shit with um Edge and uh, Randy Orton. I don't know what the fuck's going on with them two right now. And I'm they not, end it wrong like that.
1: I'm not into it. I'm not gonna yeah. do it. Like yeah. that, that pay per view match, that Mania match, way yeah. too long.
2: And I like, too long. I like both guys. I like, I love guys, them
1: both. Man. But it was a too fucking lengthy of a match that I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And it should be done. Yeah. Personally, I think it should yeah, be I'll, fucking. Yeah,
2: yeah find some new dance partners.
1: <laughs> right. Like I thought, we 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 fucking resolved this issue at Mania it, yeah. it, in a lengthy, overdrawn way.
2: Yeah,
1: and when Vince himself hated the match because it was too long, I got an idea. Let's make a second fucking pay per view match.
2: Yeah, it's just probably a fucking headline backlash too. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible, terrible idea. the the, the epitome of of shit (laughs) pay-per-view
1: right and I mean the pay-per-view sucks to begin with because name a great backlash match that you can remember before like the first two and even then first two I couldn't fucking name a great match but I assume that they were better to begin with than they are now now it's filler but um then you get into Raw yeah. Oh uh, man.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You are you gonna say it.
1: <laughs> it was heavy. I I I truly I I I'm gonna be up front. I'm not gonna bullshit anybody. I went through a range of emotions on the beginning of Raw. But it started out with Becky. Yeah. I was irritated. <laughs> I was fucking annoyed. Not kind of bullshit. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Then she comes out with a fucking briefcase. I'm like, are you fucking serious? What kind of fuckery is this? And then she cuts into her promo. And I'm like, oh, shit. And my mindset was like, oh, this isn't good. Is this a work? Or is this a shoot? And then she mentions she has to go away for a while and she's in tears at at the time. I was like, oh my god, don't tell me it's like cancer or something. Holy fuck, this is heavy. Oh my god, I feel bad for being a piece of shit and being mad about this. Like, don't tell me she fucking was diagnosed with something horrible. And then she's in her fucking ruptured by this Asuka motherfucker. And I'm like, how the fuck are you guys going to do this? interrupt something serious with a fucking like scripted interruption. I was like, this is fucking trash. Mm -hmm. And then when she dropped the bomb, I was not only relieved that she's not like fucking direly sick, but it's actually good news. And I'm like, Oh, that's, that's so nice. Actually. (laughs) I'm happy for her. And now I'm not annoyed anymore. And the way Oscar reacted, to be honest with you, I was like, uh, okay, she's a human being. She can put the script aside and just be so happy for someone. That, you know, the whole celebration thing, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, stop. You make yourself look like a fucking jackass. Mm-hmm. And you, you kind of look retarded. Not gonna lie. But then when she hears the news the way she reacted, like she's genuinely happy for her. I was like, oh, that, that's actually really nice. I mean, I'm someone that lost a child. So that kind of shit really hits me heavy.
2: Uh-huh. And
1: I get a little bit emotional about that kind of shit. I'm like, that's really nice to see that someone cared that much. That uh, I was like, I, I feel bad now for being agitated by Lynch coming out first. And, you know, I was like, oh, now I get it. And this is heavy. And I'm like, oh, this is actually really nice. So I had nothing negative to say, actually, when it was all said and done about that that whole promo. I was like, actually, that's really kind of sweet. And uh, for someone that lost a child, I mean, I'm always really happy for people that get to bring one into the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. with a clean slate and hope that nothing's wrong with them.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, Becky's pregnant.
1: <laughs> right. And I mean... It's not mine, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I take no responsibility. I'm, I, I know the ongoing joke with me and, with some people.
2: But, but um, like, was it planned or was it just something that just happened? I mean, because Becky's, like, on top of the world right now,
1: man. Right. And I joke with people because people. the ongoing joke with me is, like, oh, you shake someone's hand, they're knocked up you know and i'm like yeah asshole so now i joke with people like it's not mine i swear um but <laughs> now, yeah i really don't know was it planned was it just kind of you know it happened and it's hard to say i mean we don't really have that info
2: um but good question great question um yeah Like, did she plan this time off, or was it something that just fucking happened?
1: I I, I truly feel, I get the vibe, like, it's just, it was not expected, and it was just, so this happened, and they were cool about it, and they were like, oh, that's great, actually, congrats. I mean, when you look at the reaction from people in the back, I don't think they knew until she announced it. I think it's, like, Reigns announcing his leukemia. No one even fucking closest to him knew. Till he said it and then they were like oh my god I don't know how to deal with this because they were kind of broken up over it they got emotional on live TV over it and it's like he kept it pretty close to the vest you know what I mean
2: yeah um fuck um I guess like you know it's a good time for this to be going on with Becky because I'm just not thinking about this is that they're doing all these fucking shows out of the fucking um, performance center so I mean, they're not touring the fucking country like they normally would right now unless it's something like fucking money in a bank at the headquarters or something. So, I mean, she could, she probably could just as well just being down there in Florida just while he's taping and shit.
1: True, true. I mean, um,
2: they're not going to be as separated as a as family normally would in this business, you know? Absolutely. No, I know I agree. Completely. That shit was I, fucking. Could you could you imagine like you know her sending that shit down while he was you know touring the fucking country like L.A., New York, fucking Louisiana, like, and she's got to sit down like. Yeah, I, don't know
1: I think he's gonna take time off. I, I truly do. Yeah, yeah. That Mysterio shit though, that was heavy.
2: Yes, <laughs> he my gouging him and shit.
1: That was dark. That was fucked up.
2: Yeah, I like the way you came down to the ring, man. Just, just like, fuck it, fuck it. I, yeah, I got a match tonight. okay?
1: <laughs> you know what upset me? Dude was thrown off a fucking roof. How do you feel, Ray? I feel great. You're thrown <laughs> off a fucking roof? The last thing you should feel is great. <laughs> You're a veteran, man. You should know better. I the mean, dude, that,
2: is that? like you said, that is, that is like screwing with little kids' minds. Like. <laughs> kids it's aren't no. fully, de- fully developed and can't really understand, like, how is this person here right now?
0: <laughs> and he feels great.
1: Because <laughs> <And
2: that's, laughs> I know if you throw me off a roof, like, I'm either dead or in the hospital for the foreseeable. Right, throw
1: me off a skyscraper. I feel great the next
2: yeah. night. Like, uh, it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Oscar's champ um oldest man. It's all I got man is it fucking oldest man? I don't I don't fucking know like who he would go after uh would you, what you that's that's weird. Like when would he cash in? How would he cash in? Like
1: that is where I'm stuck. That's the last thing I wanted to touch on cuz I'm like I don't know. Like, what do you like? Obviously, he's not even in the Bray Wyatt realm to even fucking come close. So, obviously, you got Drew. But I feel like here's where it gets fucked up for me it's a wasted opportunity for everyone. Because, in my view, he's going to try to cash in, Ziggler's going to fuck him. It becomes another failed attempt
0: he could have given it to
1: Alistair.
2: Yeah, so you think this was just a shock value uh, type of deal?
1: I think, yeah, I, I do. Oh,
2: fucking Otis got it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
1: And the way it happened <laughs> was trash. The way yeah. it happened was just lazy, in my view. Yeah, yeah but anyway,
2: it, my, my, my wife's like a casual fan. Dude, she's popping all over the place because, like, As soon as he stepped on the ladder, she's like, "Oh, there's no way he said he's gonna win this match. There's no way he's got no chance." Like (laughs) he breaks the ladder. You can't climb that ladder here, like a casual. (laughs) The casual fan is like just popping off of that, right? I love that (laughs)
1: shit. I mean, you know, it shows they're doing something right. Even that's what
2: I was saying. Like you know, like we grew up in this shit. This is like you know our uh, fucking. Tent or whatever you want to call it, but Absolutely. The people out the people outside, you know, they're freaking out. They're loving this shit. Man. <laughs> the people outside of the tent, like they're just fucking loving that shit, man.
1: Uh, um, it's great, man. I mean, it's good to see the casual fans getting a pop out of it. Yeah, um, they all do.
2: They, they fucking are. That's crazy.
1: It keeps the business
2: alive. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they they get those coins while this shit is going on. Um uh, yeah. I wanted to touch on AEW with you, man. What did you What do you think about that? Because I, I think they literally m- might have the best show going right now, week to week. I I,
1: I have to agree, one hundred and ten percent. Um, I, I the psychology alone, the psychology that they're coming up with. Look at Jericho. Okay, like people mock him a little bit and say like he got fat and whatever, but he was like, dude, that's Because it makes for a better heel Because if he goes to Japan To New Japan They like the fat American guys Like That to them is like the unstoppable Heel That um, The bigger the better Like the overweight fucking Americans That are tall but like heavier And whatever in Japan They're like how can Because they think of Andre immediately Andre was a huge deal in Japan. So they compare to like Andre and they, they feel like that the tall heavy guy from the US is like unstoppable to their best name that they have out there. And Jericho has wrestled enough in, in Japan to know exactly how they view things. So he's like, dude, it makes you a mega heel to be a little bit podgier. And a little bit overweight, whatever. And I mean, it works for his age as well. If yeah. the guy wanted to get a great shape, he could. But with his age, it's just a lot easier to let it
2: go a little bit. Yeah, of course he could if you wanted to. You hit him was, on the head. Yeah. You know. Of course. In like no time he could do that if you wanted to. Yeah. The guy's um,
1: fucking goat, man.
2: Yeah. Um man that whole thing, like, I'm telling you, it is the most uh, – it is the most – I don't have to worry about Like, I might have to skip a match maybe. But other than that, I like all the matches that they're putting together. I like that tournament that was going on. Um, this new guy that uh, Cody's going to have to fight, I believe that he's going to win that belt, um, that TNT title. Like, I don't even know his name, but that dude's crushing a lot of shit right now um, with the red
1: hair. Oh, yeah. I think everything they're doing is kind of nail on the head for the most part. I think they're fucking really making waves, man.
2: Like, like um, the, the fucking other wrestlers being in the crowd. Like, I just like that shit.
1: Yeah, I love that. that. That's what I said WWE should have been doing from day one. They're in the building any fucking way. So why not? You know, and they're,
2: interfering, they're interfering in matches and shit.
1: <laughs> right. Give a little ambiance at least, man. Give some fucking noise! Yeah, you know, I, I feel like AEW. You hit the nail on the head. They're doing everything that WWE is not thinking of first, and yeah. I think that uh, that that's why Vince
2: feels threatened. Yeah, and and, and um, that fucking um Brody Lee. He's he's doing well there. Uh, fucking Luke Harper. He's doing well. I there. love it. I love it. Oh, all, all big thing was we, we stayed on Jericho the goat, man. Dude, you know how much I was enjoying him doing the commentary.
1: I love him. He's fucking amazing. Did you hear him <laughs> doing the
2: commentary on Magic?
1: <laughs> he's the best commentator. He <laughs> says shit that you're like, you can't say that. And he's like, he said it, though. It's like, oh, shit. His
2: big, his big stupid head. <laughs> <laughs> smash dumb head of his. <laughs> yeah I love it man It was, it was awesome. he said
1: some shit where like holy hell he didn't just say that and he's like he said it for sure and I was like uh, what was it that he said about someone recently he called Kenny Omega
2: pumpkin, pumpkin head
1: yeah 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 <laughs> and then he called someone like a douchebag or some shit or worse <laughs> and I was like cause they were oh, like you yeah. can't say that and I'm like I'm pretty sure he just fucking did but it's pretty epic that, yeah. like, he called someone, like, a piece of shit or something. <laughs> I was like, you can't do
0: that. That's
2: yeah. like, what he fucking did.
0: So, they it was pretty they, great. They,
2: they hurry up and got him out of there and brought Jim Ross back. <laughs> <But he didn't>... <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying that shit, though. <laughs>
1: that was amazing. Yeah, big, stupid pumpkin head. And talk about Omega, call a, him like he's, a douchebag.
2: Yeah, he's, I respect him. He's one of the best wrestlers around. But, uh, he said he's still a fucking pumpkin head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that shows the psychology. He understands. You never tear down a guy because you want him mm-hmm. to look like a million bucks when you beat him. So yeah. you credit him and then call him a punk bitch.
0: You know, <laughs> or pumpkinhead, pumpkin yeah.
1: head, fucking goof <laughs> or whatever the fuck you want to call him. But yeah. you make him sound like a million bucks first. So that way, yeah. if he beats you, there's no shame in losing. And if you beat mm-hmm. him, you beat someone.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, shit, dude, I didn't have too much, but I had one more question. I had, I'm, look, I'm taking over this chat and this show. I have a question for you, though. Seriously. Hell yeah. Um, how much TV do you watch?
1: I am not a TV guy, to be honest. I fucking don't have the time. Honestly. Uh I think the last time I watched TV was maybe like two thousand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you watch the fucking Ja Rule video.
1: <laughs> That's the one thing I made a point to not watch, but <laughs>
2: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um
0: yeah. I
1: I have a love hate relationship with Netflix. Yeah. Uh the sons of bitches. They fucking cancel everything that i fall in love with
2: mm-hmm. and then they hit me with garbage so uh it's been good to talk to you but i'm going to tell you what happened to me man um i fucking on this quarantine and stuff i just was sitting around <laughs> not doing anything and i fucking i fucking flipped on this show uh called Rick and Morty man and i've been fucking just stuck to that shit man it's a good fucking show like fucking yeah. like fucking mosquitoes too to so so fucking Shit, I don't know what the fuck it is, but... I, That's how uh, I felt about oh South Park. Oh, my God, dude. I fucking love that Rick and Morty show. It's so crazy. It's a dope show. <laughs> Not gonna lie. They don't take I, themselves seriously. Like, nah. the fucking main, main character dies, like, every other episode. <laughs> I,
1: I felt that way about South Park, like, in the later years, when it really yeah. got good. When people laid off them, and they're like, okay, it's what they do.
2: Yeah. no more
1: lawsuits no more bitching that's why family guy i think gets away with what they get away with because south park mm-hmm. kind of endured the lawsuits and the the naysayers and and finally it's like okay i get it it's part of their charm is what they do
2: it, exactly and and that's and that's why i like s- stop wa- watching family guy you brought up Family guy but it seems like uh Fucking metaphor joke after metaphor joke after metaphor joke after metaphor joke.
1: After right. joke. right. Right. You're like,
2: right. Give me, give me some, some give me some fucking continuity or something. I don't fucking know, man. Like, hey, like the last time I went to the store. Like the last time I went to Florida. Like the last time I went to Right. Right. All like, the
1: cutscenes and all that bullshit. Oh my,
2: okay. Okay.
1: Okay. I, I <laughs> crack up with South Park. I crack up at the shit they get away with.
2: Yeah. I'll just talk about family guy. South Parts a shit, dude. I mean dude, I, I can always enjoy an episode of South Park. Right. It's I mean, well done. Family and Guy I get awesome.
1: I get people getting burnt down on Family Guy.
2: Dude, I'm fucking burnt out on Family Guy. Like I am too. The, the, the the crescendo and then it ends yeah. the same way. Oh, I just love my family. I'm just I'm right? just wanna be with my family and ah, da, 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 da. I just did all this. Stupid shit, and we're we're a family again. Like I'm like okay, all right. But you just told 55 just fucking metaphor <laughs> jokes. Like I'm just sick of it, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like uh, I don't. They feel like they're just stuck. Do they have to do that for some reason? I don't know. I don't know. I, fucking- I, I agree
1: <laughs> completely. It got old fast, and then you go yeah. back to South Park, where you feel maybe. Like South Park's so old, but you look at what they've done, and all all that new time.
2: And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, check this out: Rick and Morty. Like, they kill each other. They, the main characters, they die all the fucking time, and they reincarnate themselves with different versions from different dimensions. That's how they do that. Okay, how many times have have Kenny died? Right? <laughs> how many times has Kenny died?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Facts. So, you see where they got that idea from. It had to be, like, some South Park influence there. Completely. Dude, fucking Kenny's died, like, a hundred times.
1: What cracked me up recently, literally the other night, I was high as a kite, not gonna lie, I smoke a lot of weed, and I eat (laughs) edibles, so I, I get pretty fuckered, not gonna lie, and um... I put on South Park, like, best of on YouTube. Mm. I am going to burn in hell for this. (laughs) But I laughed so fucking hard when I heard Cartman say, shut your fucking mouth, you shifty Jew. And I just about pissed my pants. I'm like, that, you can't say that. I, I, I knew. Here it was they going are I knew it was
2: gonna be something it. fucking Cartman said right?
1: <laughs> and it's like, and here they are getting away with it because no. we're we're done with all that battle of you can't say that on TV. Mm. Seth Park has won that battle time and time again. All the lawsuits, all the shit. Like, I think eventually people got it. We're like, oh, yeah. it's it's supposed to be funny.
2: Yeah, and my and favorite it's... and my favorite character on South Park is uh fucking um Stan, uh, the dad. Yes, Randy. Fucking, bro. He's the Your funniest fucking... motherfucker. He's the Randy.
1: funniest motherfucker. <laughs> Randy Marsh is the funniest dude. Yeah, Stan's dad.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love Stan. you do you, do, Randy, you
1: do you agree with me with how the show evolved? Um. I don't know your age, man, but I'm 37.
2: I'm 37.
1: So I grew up with The Simpsons. Yeah. And I remember when the show was all about Bart in the 80s. I remember the show actually when it was the Tracy Allman shows, like one minute long, short. And then it became its own show. And when it started out, it was all about Bart. And it was like, eh, it's okay. But as you grew up, it became more about Homer. And when it became about Homer, it became better and funnier. And like that's when it, I think, gained its longevity. You can only ride Bart's coattails for so long, but adults don't find his bullshit funny. It's Homer's Mm -hmm. stupidity that really made us all kind of laugh. And it was like, yeah, Homer is the subject here. And yeah. when South Park started, I think Kenny's deaths were kind of the go to. And then, you know, of course Cartman was kinda of the, the go to. But when it became about fucking Randy Marsh and his <laughs> stupidity, that's when it really got my attention, where it's like, Oh, this is gold.
2: <laughs> okay, oh you did you see do you remember the episodes when uh, Randy would uh dress up like Lord?
1: <laughs> yes amazing and i was just talking to my producer actually tonight my my son who passed his mom when we got together i love cooking so she was a huge south park fan and she's like you need to see this because this is you in my in my mind and I'm like oh for fuck's sakes and she hits me with the show where randy's addicted to like the cooking channel So, like, his wife's going to bed and she's like, I'm going to go to bed. You coming? He's like, No, I'm going to stay up and watch TV a little while. Oh, Randy, (laughs) don't be watching that no no channel. I'm not going to do that. God. You know, and you're thinking porn. And then he looks around. No one's there. She's off to bed. Puts on the cooking channel. (laughs) And then he starts calling the cooking hotline. He's like, You're going to deglaze that pan? And they're like, Well, yeah. He's like, I deglazed the fuck out of that pan. I put some red wine in, quarter cup. And, just, <laughs> and, <I> was, <laughs> and he's treating it like it's filth. <laughs> and I was like, that's the most amazing thing ever. And I'm like, and you think that reminds you of me? I know, I, I know how to cook. I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, that's a compliment. Yeah. In my yeah, yeah that's funny as fuck i love it fucking randy
2: man Fucking <laughs> Randy. <laughs> i love that dude man
1: he's the yeah. best man hey i appreciate the fuck out of you being on man but i'm sure you're oh probably, no problem
2: man i'm sure you're probably too, tired man. as
1: fuck after doing yeah.
2: thing. no but man listen dude tetanus man um man i love you showed me man i gotta show it back um and I've enjoyed doing this, man. Like I said, me and you do, we, we get off on tangents. So I I, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> it, it would, would last be, forever. It, it, was, it was gonna be uh, it was gonna be easy work. So it wasn't hard for me, man. You know.
1: I, so, I just I'm didn't want, want you to feel burnt out, man. I didn't want you to like feel obligated because I could reschedule at any time. I'm always yeah, happy no. to have you. So like if you weren't up to it, I was like, it's cool. We could just do it another uh, time. It's no big I'm a, deal. I'm, a, I'm,
2: a, I'm up to it for the Tetanus uh, audience, man. Like, you guys uh, I appreciate are you guys. Are good man. to me, man. You guys, Yo, are
1: good to me. Appreciate um, you, brother.
2: That, yeah, that's all I got, man. For real, I catch up with you, man. You know, and do this again. But I, I'm excited to hear this. It's this first time I've actually broken down a, um, a pay-per-view, and I was glad I was able to do it with a fellow uh, wrestling fan,
1: you know? Oh, dude, it's been fun. I mean, like, it was definitely an interesting one to break down and unpackage a little bit. Uh fuck. It was interesting, that's for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely love having you on, though, and I, I don't want to keep you too long. I respect your time, and I don't want to fucking waste it. So, you know, I know you came off you know, working your ass off and, you know, and I was like, man, I don't want to fucking make this guy feel obligated to do the show. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But the thing is, I listened, like I was at work, I was listening to some of your episodes man. I just, I just got excited to come on, man. Cause I, I like the show, man. You was talking about the documentary and that's another, that's another tangent we can get on. Like, how is that <laughs> going? <laughs> you know, is everything going good with the documentary?
1: Oh, it's hard. It's, it's fucking brutal. Thank yeah. God for people with patience of a saint to put up with me
0: <laughs> i I
1: literally have to prepare, like like prepare myself and you'll know when you see it yeah. i've had a fucking dark life and to have to revisit that shit oh my
2: God. I, I can only imagine when I was doing my homework for the show. I was saying the same thing
1: uh, uh, it, it's, um
2: it's, the it's... thing is I listened to the episodes man you were saying that you had um um, a radio personality guy. He was going to be on his show, like, this week or something like that, and um, that uh, he was going to probably narrate it. You say he probably had to... Yeah, yeah, it. I'm
1: supposed to be on his show at some point. He wants me to be on his radio show.
2: Yeah, man, and... I'm like, this like, the the fucking amount of detail that this this guy um, is fucking putting into this document, like, it, this shit's going to be fucking tight, man.
1: Yeah, brother, I, I love that. Um, This guy... I I don't know his commitment level to do that.
2: Let me let me think about. Let me actually this. Now you said you're gonna do the DVDs and shit like that. Dude, here we are another tangent. <laughs> do you going know, to do the DVDs and and are um, you gonna get them out like that? Is there a way for you to uh have it maybe available for stream too, like for people just uh, to buy that it and is, stream it?
1: There's there's a lot of talk um about that as well, and even Netflix um has kind of come up in the conversation so um now here's where it gets funny the the dude that initially i was like okay he's been on the radio he's got the voice for it and what have you um i i thought okay maybe he's experienced enough it won't sound like he's reading shit maybe he'll do it i reached out he's like I'm interested but you know I said we'll we'll talk when the time comes. And he's like, all right fair enough. And I don't really know how committed he is to the whole thing, but uh, my producer, my producer actually the first person that she mentioned for doing the job was you. <laughs>
0: and I was
1: I was like I don't know if I want to put the guy on the spot and make him feel like you know, he has to fucking do the shit, but, like, I I don't hate the idea, it's like, (laughs) I thought of this other dude, because, um,
2: are you fucking serious, man,
1: I shit you not, and I was like, I don't know if he'd want to do it, so I don't want to fucking bother him with this shit, okay,
2: okay, this is, this is the thing right here, all right, I would love to fucking do that shit, okay, that's the thing, like, this is so crazy. Like our relationship, you see what it has become. Like you had your crazies and, and 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 um your crazy, wonderful like you know, twisted life, you know, and um and the fucking opportunities that have just come our way just by meeting you and knowing you and being fucking like stand up guy towards you and being um and, and just being real with you, you know, about myself and, and with being with each other, man, it's it's crazy about the stuff that 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 just what you like to it? like that is so crazy for you to ask me because i'm like hell yeah i'll fucking do that shit and i'll fucking take it as, as seriously as i as seriously as i can and, and fucking um be a perfectionist about that shit man like shit it's brother so crazy wow. man like i would it, like you said an honor dude it'd be an honor to do that but i but i, I just wanted to see what, you know you know what you because i know that you know DVDs is something and it's 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 kinda of expensive the man I think like those DVDs like should go to special people and stuff like that, but I feel like, you know, streaming is where it's at. I'm just trying to see if there was an avenue that you probably could find a way to, to stream your uh DVD. That way I could tell somebody about it and they can fucking go download it immediately. I mean of uh, course they have to pay, right? Of course, you know. There's,
1: there's yeah, there's been a lot of talk. Um I, I initially the 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 fucking people behind it all had kind of approached me and said, um, I understand you want people to kind of screen the whole thing first and give you feedback. So you should probably consider having them sign a contract stating uh, that they're not, permitted legally to share it with other people for free and this, that and the third. And um, I was like, okay, we could do that. Or why not just invite them to a watch party with technology today, where they can all watch it together at the same time, give feedback as it's happening. And I could actually watch this with them and get their input. And uh, they could say what they think about it. And whatever comments can be used for um, kind of the feedback to promote it, whatever. But um, yeah, initially you were the go-to my producer, my show's producers. Like, why not him? If you need yeah. a fucking narrator. And I was like, man, I don't know if he'd How want to do, do that. that.
2: How would we do that? Would you just send me the script? and Yeah.
1: I, I basically like that was the plan with the original person. But I I feel like his interest is kind of wavering, and he's yeah, like, you need, you "We'll need someone, see." You don't want to body
2: half-ass in your
1: life. Dude. I've been fucked over too many times as of late with people that agreed to do the same thing that you've already done, and and, and things, and uh, but you know what, it never happened.
2: Dude it sucks, but you but you but you're able to see who's on your fucking team, though.
1: Right, exactly. And I was like, "Live and learn," you know. Um, I just don't forget those that were stand up people
2: fucking jealousy
1: dude, you know what I'm saying like i I just I don't forget those that fucking kept their word
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and the fucking part that sucks is people that I've known their whole life were the
0: ones typically that bailed those
2: are the ones man, and, you and then you know what it's like some, probably they don't even fucking believe in themselves that much, man they don't that's
0: exactly it because I
1: gave them an opportunity they want to be like fucking rappers and shit, and like come on my show. I'll expose you to hundreds of thousands of fucking listeners. And they just ghost me after showing interest and it never happened. And I'm like, and you're the ones that tell me I tried everything to be successful. No motherfucker. You didn't because I gave you an opportunity that no one's going to hand to you on a silver platter and you ghosted me. Yeah. You know? So, Hey man, if you're interested, and doing yeah, it like yeah, no pressure check, whatsoever. No
2: pressure's gone. I will do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking stoked to do it. Like, dude, you don't know how fucking seriously I would take, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm a uh, Virgo, so we're mostly perfectionists, anyways. <laughs> I love and, um, it. And, and when we like people, like, uh, I'm honored, we're willing man. to go. we willing to fucking go 110 percent for that person. Definitely so.
1: honored. You're getting two copies signed, and you're not yeah. paying for. You're not paying for either one of them, by the way.
2: Yeah, we're still um, swapping merch, dude. <laughs> oh, f- fucking
1: for real. Yeah,
2: for like, I real. Like, I gotta get that back up and going, but I'm to work shit now, so Yeah,
1: once the once the borders kinda open up a little bit, because they've yeah. been a little hectic and they're kinda like, Yeah, we're not, you know, shipping to certain countries and shit. So I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. I gotta I gotta ease up and mm-hmm. wait till they open up a little bit, and then yeah, it's yours for sure. But, yeah.
2: Um, um. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, fucking be just inboxing me, just just contact me about whatever you were gonna tell this fucking ass hat to do or whatever. Um, you start telling me that shit, dude, and um, I'll I'll see what I need to record and send over. Box man, like
1: I that. love you, brother. I appreciate
2: well, it. And and we'll chip, we'll, we'll chip that shit off. Uh, I appreciate the
1: fuck hat, out of man. that. It's yeah, heavy. Dude, you don't
2: have to worry about that shit, dude. Like I understand. Like I said, I, I respect you and i appreciate I, I appreciate our fucking relationship dude it's it's something it's something for real man that i mean come on man like for me meeting you and for us just uh interacting with each other to uh to the documentary like it's just it's, it, it is it is it is it is worlds i haven't even visited you know and i would like to so it's just cool to, it's cool with me man it snowballing pretty
1: quick huh? <laughs> It snowballed pretty quick, eh? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's why but, I'm a priest. But I'm a priest. I can I, I still have enough time to stop and fucking appreciate it, though. You know, it, like it, wow, it,
1: you hit the nail on the head. Chemistry, it's there, and yeah. it just it. And you don't fucking, have to
2: force it. You don't have to force it. Nah, you no, know?
1: you never that's have that to.
2: Weak, that's that weak shit. <laughs> <laughs> I weak
1: appreciate shit. the fuck out of you, brother, and. Yeah. uh Thanks yeah, for coming did, on, man.
2: No doubt, man. You let me know what I need to do, and you just you just message me, email me, man. Let me know what I need to do.
1: I appreciate how reliable you are, especially. I got you. Uh, um, Let's plug your shit before we go. Um, okay.
2: Oh, shit. I, I don't want
1: to keep you, but I want to fucking plug your shit.
2: Definitely, dude. Uh, I'm the host of <laughs> Miguel. Uh, the Just chilling Podcast uh, on uh, SoundCloud. Dude, I hit it real hard uh, for this fucking um, COVID-19 shit. But uh, my jobs have come back. Uh, I was doing like fucking two or three episodes a week. But my jobs come back and say, hey, get your ass back here and make some money. So <laughs> I'm trying to do – if I can bust one out a week now, I'm good. So, you know, last week I didn't do anything because of Mother's Day. And I got so many fucking mothers in my family, so – I was just like giving them their shine and shit like that. I was just like you know what, Love the rest it. Of this week. But uh, this weekend I'm supposed to be interviewing um, um Stephen Scott. He's like a uh, he's like a fucking um producer. He makes beats and shit, man. So I'm going to be talking to him on the next episode about uh, you know, you know uh, what it what it takes. You know, how do you get into you know making beats and shit? Now I, sounds hard as fuck, dude. You can give me fucking pro tools and I can make some shitty beats, but the shit he makes sounds good. So you know. It's pretty stoked to
1: interview him too. And my dude here is the truth. His show is dope as fuck. So if you don't check it out, you can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> That's coming yeah, I, two, from me. Two times. Yeah. Two times. <laughs> two times. <laughs> With a fucking cactus, you sons of bitches. Check it's out his five, fucking man. show. It's dope. And yeah. he honored me by having me on. And it was, literally the best fucking guest appearance i've ever had
2: you said that c- shit man that is- this cat is so
1: professional i was honored to be on this shit i'm like are you kidding me
2: you know what man it's like when you do stuff like that like when you start a podcast when you start doing that shit and then like you you get feedback like that like you 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 get enough of the negative shit you get enough of the people not saying shit oh, for you get real? enough of the people not supporting you but You when you get that one positive feedback, or you get that couple positive. I I get positive feedback, but it's it's I get bad feedback too. So when you get that good feedback, man, it's like yeah, I knew I made the right decision to to do this show. And, I, and I told, and, and I think uh, Miss Radio is a, a girl I work with out of Chicago. And she just like, when are you doing another episode? I was like, man, listen, dude, I got two jobs, and both of them called me back. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, but I haven't, I haven't, you know, quit or nothing like that on the show. And she's like, you better now, you're a great fucking host.
1: <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> which, For which real.
2: parlays into this because you want me to narrate, would narrate the the fucking doc, and you know? and she told me I'm a great host, so. I mean, that could parlay into being a good narrator,
1: dude. Amazing. I mean, in my view. And then there's me, who I I maybe take for granted my position at times. I said this jokingly, of course, but when we did our first ever video show, my producer was like, hopefully, like, I I enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And I'm like, I hope so. But if you didn't, you can go fuck yourselves <laughs> like, I just, like uh, instead of jokingly of course but it's like i realized like i can get away with fucking murder like i can say whatever the fuck i want i've never had a negative review ever and i've never had like a negative comment or anybody mm. like your show sucks and like punch me in the neck <laughs> you know like i've never no. had
2: and, and this, that's 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 the shit I've been really like thinking about lately. Like these people be like these people will start like they'll do music, they'll do podcasts, and they'll do YouTube shows and shit. Like they'll be chasing fame so much, but do you know how fucking temporary like fame, like pinnacle fame, is? Like you're only gonna have that shit for so long. Even if you, even if it does happen, if you're not doing this shit because you want to, or you doing this shit because you love it or you're passionate about this shit, then I just don't think you should be doing it, man. Let me
1: tell you a little thing there, too, about fame. It's a, it's the drizzling shits.
0: <laughs> I,
1: like, my producer and I went to Bulk Barn. I don't know if y'all got it in the States, but it's a fucking bulk store over here. Uh, it's across the street from me. And I went in there to get some almonds, because I'm like a health freak, and... You know, I work out every fucking day for like four hours a day in the gym. I eat, you know, pretty clean. Yeah. And there's this really heavy dude and he puts his phone up and I thought he was filming me. And I was like, does this motherfucker think I'm stealing shit? And I realized, oh, he's taking pictures. He knows who I am from MMA and all that other bullshit. And I'm like, oh, okay. I get it. And then I felt bad. I talked about this on the show where i was like then i felt bad because it's like if he just came up to me and said hey what's up like you could have got a picture with me bro and like Mm -hmm. i would have talked to you i wouldn't have been a dick i would have talked to you like a normal fucking person and just been like what's up you know let's talk let's talk about your favorite fighters like obviously you're taking pictures of me so i must be fucking on your list or whatever but let's talk about fighters that i fucking also love and we could fanboy out together or whatever like Mm -hmm. it's just it's so fucking weird to me yeah that that like people make a big fuss about like i'm just a dude with a really cool job like i don't get the fucking whole making a fuss about me it's just weird to me and i don't like it
2: <laughs> yeah see, and so many people go through it and you think about that and you you know, like you said uh how and how hide shit irritates you, man it's, it's so many people on the ground level that are just willing to give up anything for that type of experience with, right with, with, and, like with a and, rando.
0: and they have no <laughs> idea they have no
1: idea what they're asking for you know because exactly. I mean? when you get it I, assure I don't you. I
2: don't I don't chase fame man. I, I, I chase the art man because because you want to be you know what I feel like that if you're doing that shit and you're heading the right direction that moment's gonna happen and your ass better be ready for when you're put on the spot you know amen I wasn't Cause. ready <laughs> I had no fun. I'm still not ready and it's well, been I, mean, like- I mean I mean come on dude like how, how's like 22 I'm just I'm just looking at, at all these horror stories you know uh you know you know, from the celebrities or or, you know, people and stuff like that, like they're just chase it for the like uh these these once a once a year rappers that are just big and then next year they're nothing. And then it's another one and then they're nothing. And there's right. another one and there's nothing. Like I'm on four years. They, you don't know what they gave up, you know, to, to get
1: Exactly. That- I'm on I'm on year four now. And I still not used to it. And I, I hate it. I don't like any of it. I, I feel weird about it. I I'm like, I'm just a dude. Like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, you 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 Mario, like Mike Tyson mentioned that when like when he was in the height of his shit, man. He didn't like nobody really fucking with him and shit like that. I think uh he said some shit on his uh podcast about uh he, he was he was in a mall with Dennis Rodman or some shit like that and Dennis <laughs> Rodman had a guy had a guy with him. <laughs> and the guy was like just giving him real fucked up vibes, but he was like a fan, but he didn't know how to approach Mike, and he was he was saying some weird shit to Mike, and Mike just like you know, hey, if you come back and distort this motherfucker again another day, I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
1: it's kind of how it is. Like, don't don't come at me all weird and like just treat me like a person, and I will do the same. Like, I'm just a dude with a cool job. That's it. Like, don't don't get all weird. And, you know, I don't like that worship type bullshit, because it's like, who the fuck am I, dude? I'm just another dude that did some shit. Like, no. you could too. It's, it's fine. I promise. You could do it too. And then you'd be like, why am I making such so a big fuss about this idiot? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> that's how I feel. And, you know, they are making a documentary about me. They're probably going to retract the offer now. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I might have no, put you out of work, but <laughs>
2: they, they, they know what they want. They know what they're getting. <laughs>
1: I appreciate yeah, yeah. the fuck out of you, brother. Uh No doubt, man. No doubt. Man. I, I, love, you death, you, man. Man. I love you to death. I love you to death. I appreciate you, it. I appreciate the fuck out of it. Thank Stay in you so touch, much. dude. You know that. Hell yeah, man. And thanks for coming on. I don't want to no take doubt. any more of your I wanna, time. I,
2: I, I want to hear, hear this when it's done, man. Let me know, man.
1: Oh, for sure. I'll be I at advertise. work and i just
2: turn this shit on and listen to it again.
1: I advertise like a motherfucker. So, I, and I don't cut much. If I go over an hour, I'm like, fuck it. Then it's over an hour. Listen yeah. to it or don't. Fuck
2: all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got so. that dope producer, dude. Yeah. yeah right? He, he gonna you going to get it hooked know? up. That's right. Yeah, that's I, sounds good. I was listening to you today, man. That's what I said. I kind of caught up on some episodes, man. Just
1: like, I appreciate that, brother. I, I try I always make it a point to check out your shit too, and I'm like, yeah, this is yeah, building. yeah. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Like I said, I'm not always.
2: chasing fame or nothing. I just want to put out uh, a good show. You're just genuine. Show. I love
1: that. I I always love that about your show. You're genuine, like you were never talking about shit that's like trending just to try mm-hmm. to get fucking you know recognition. I, I could do
2: I could do fifty episodes about Drake, and everybody would fucking love it
1: right you know or this covid bullshit i
2: heard drake's got a new song did you hear the new drake clip like i
1: hate that i i purposely avoid talking about anything that is (laughs) trending like this covid bullshit and all this other crap i'm like i'm not even gonna touch it just because Mm -hmm. the only thing i came close to was talking about all y'all that are considered like essential workers and whatever it's been a minute since i've had to work for someone else but I appreciate yeah. y'all for doing what you do. Oh yeah. And you know, it, it's fucking, you don't get enough credit. And I, <laughs> I just want to say thanks to all y'all. Uh, every fucking one of you, I don't care what your career is, man. That's all right. That's you right. Kids gotta, be,
2: kids gotta be fair, man. That's kids right.
1: And if you're risking <laughs> your asses to do that shit, then I appreciate y'all. So yeah. that that's as far as I went with talking about that whole situation because it's trending and it's like everyone wants to talk about it and i'm like people are sick of it if you want entertainment come listen to my show if you want to hear about <laughs> that fucking virus bullshit go watch cnn you know yeah, what i'm saying when
2: a fucking place to go and see that shit
1: man. right so like not you know my show's not the place we we don't touch on that but yeah. um Man, I've kept you up all fucking night, and I feel like shit. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say I'm gonna get in here with the wife, man. I don't know, man. She's I'm gonna see, uh, you know, I'm gonna go cuddle up with the wife.
1: <laughs> Amen. I I appreciate you, brother. All Thank right, just hit me mind. up,
2: man. I, uh, let me know, man. You know, I'm I love to narrate. Well do.
0: That's dope. Thank you. All right, y'all. We went well past our time. We went way into some tangents, and it was a definite wrestling show because there was a lot of false finishes there. My bad, but always a pleasure talking to my dude. Uh, just a great dude. Uh, great show. We just mesh. So thanks for checking us out, and sorry it was so damn long. But sometimes this is what happens, man.